How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name's Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Noah Tyree. Today, we're, we're talking some basketball. We're talking some football. Grab you a snack and just listen in. We got some stuff for you today. Follow us on Instagram at FTSPod. Follow us on Twitter at FTSPod. If you want to email us, comments, questions, jokes, whatever you want, email us at theftspod at gmail.com. If you got this thing floating around there on the internet called a website, you can visit that at ftspod.com. Check out some articles by Sam Levine and Olivia Maynard, and also some League of Legends content by Tyler Bender. So go check that out on ftspod.com. That's ftspod.com if you can't spell. Yeah, like I said, we're talking some hoops. We're talking some football. Let's get into what happened today in the football world, and that is none other than, um, what's his name? That guy from the Eagles, Carson Wentz. Going to the Colts for a couple draft picks. Breaking news. Well, we know how big of a Colts guy you are, so go ahead. You were talking about it before we started. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I, was, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was actually talking about how now, like, not big of a how small of a guy Colts guy I am actually. Uh, I don't know if that's a saying, but I mean, it's an upgrade from Philip Rivers, and no, no doubt about that. I mean, I don't really. Uh, I don't know. I severely think you're underplaying the amount of impact this can have for his career. Badging being protected behind that O-line with the coach that gave you an MVP, a coordinator that gave you an MVP season. Like this has the chance to be a career year for him and the Colts for that matter. It's a win now team. They have one of the best defenses, Malik Hooker, best, one of the best safeties when he's healthy, Darius Leonard. I don't need to say anything. His play stick sticks out for himself. Uh, I could go on like this team is a win now team and they just got better. Yeah, I mean, I that's definitely a better situation for him. He doesn't have to worry about a young quarterback and just a overall shitty team. He's got a little more, a little more to work with. But I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't like his weapons. I don't like the wide receivers for the Colts. They have nobody. I, I, I mean, they have Jonathan, Donovan, Jonathan Taylor, but he's a running back. But he has no other weapons on offense, in my opinion. Yeah, the T.Y. Hilton guy is pretty, pretty good on the edge and. He's old. He old. is getting up there. He's getting up there. He's not. He is not. Yeah. He's not. You're. He's not the guy you want to be saying as your wide receiver one. I, no, they but have, they, have no, they have no options. Well, they're running back Philip Rivers last year. Yeah, Philip Rivers couldn't throw a hail mary. They had to bring in Brissett to throw hail marys. That tells you how many deep balls <laughs> Philip Rivers is throwing. And they drafted Paris Campbell, so you know he'll be yeah, in a second year, second year campaign. Yeah, he was injured all of last year, so they just got to get some guys healthy. I would beg to, I mean, I would beg to differ that Paris Campbell is better than T.Y. Hilton. Like right now, at this stage in their careers, give him, give him some more, more opportunities. He's not done anything. T.Y. Hilton? (laughs) Yes. I feel like, I feel like Chris Ballard is a smart enough GM to understand who he needs to go after, and he knows that that receiver slot's a little weak. So I'm sure they'll go after that in the draft. It may not be a high pick, somebody like Jamar Chase or somebody, but they're going to get somebody that could possibly produce and be a surprise. Yeah, I mean, and even if they, I mean, they don't even have to re-sign T.Y. Hilton because you know he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So they'll have Michael Pittman and Paris, Pamble, or Paris Campbell, um, some young perimeter uh, weapons for for Carson Wentz, and I mean, like you know. It's still an upgrade from what Wentz was working with in Philadelphia, so right. you know, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be excited to have one of the best O lines in football protecting him, and he'll be pairing back up with Frank Reich. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think I think there's some potential, and I kind of, you know, I 
you know, you don't like you don't like taking the the, sal- the contract extension that Wentz carries with him. But you know, for the price tag, I think you know it's a good shot to get kind of a quarterback that we've seen some flashes, especially before his ACL tear. So there might be there might be some he might be able to recover some like 95 percent of what Wentz uh, could have been and showed he was capable. Of. Yeah, as far as the Eagles go, what do you guys think about what they got? Do you think they came out with a fair trade in the end of this? <laughs> no. I feel like they barely got anything. I was about to say, I don't know if they got anything, did they? A couple picks. 2021 third round and 2022 second round. Well, that, I guess that means it's yet to be determined. See who they get. Who knows? I don't think two draft picks is what's going to fix the Eagles. Well, no. <laughs> there's a there's a lot, a lot needs to be done there. Two hundred draft picks is what they need. They're screwed for a while. No, but Jalen Hurts is their guy. I like I like uh, how he's came on last year. Um, if when and he's only going to get better, he can improve next year. But I mean, the horrible coaching they have and just just a horrible team with horrible contracts. It's it's just it's just ugly there. But if you're the team like the Colts and you don't have a quarterback, I'm completely fine with the move. Um, I think Carson Wentz can be a good quarterback. I think the fit in Philadelphia was really bad. Um, hopefully, actually being on a good team will help him. So, yeah, I don't even think I can think of one good thing about the Eagles. Hurts, Jalen Hurts, yeah, potentially good. On. I wouldn't say I'm all in on him yet. I mean, personally, I think it was a really good trade for the Eagles. They're able to get some draft capital, which they desperately need. And that uh, 2020 second, uh, second rounder is conditional that could turn into a first round pick as well. So uh, they could be getting, you know, pretty good haul for um, what they would be paying their backup quarterback. So they'll carry the, they'll carry the like 34 million dead cap hit this year. And then, you know, they'll be free of the $128 million extension. So, uh, I mean, you know, there might be not, might not work out for them this year, but I think it's a good step forward to maybe looking forward to the 2022 season. And being in the NFC East, the division's always wide open. Still find a playoff berth. Actually, JK, Noah's, Noah's Washington football team, they're going to win the Oh, yeah, they're going to win the division. Y'all are, y'all are tripping. Y'all are tripping. That's my bet. Y'all can say what you want about that. <laughs> but anyway, I will say what I want about it. I know. Y'all can say, okay, all right, fine. When they make the playoffs and... All right. All right. Bet. All right. Moving on from... Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from this egregiousness. Let's move on to the NBA. The all-star voting came out today. The starting lineups, at least. We got to wait for a while before we get the reserves. But... The starting lineups goes as follow. The Western Conference, LeBron James as the captain, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, uh, Nikolai Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. The Eastern Conference starters, Kevin Durant, who is the captain, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, thank God. And uh, this one's a little question mark, uh, Kyrie Irving. (laughs) A little question mark. (laughs) That is a question mark with a million exclamation points followed after. What what are the uh, <laughs> what are the thoughts, comments, concerns, questions revolving around these uh, lineups, guys? 
stupid. I mean, the rest are whatever. I mean, uh, I don't know. But Kyrie Irving, stupid. You're on a team with three. I don't know. His stats are just chump stats. <laughs> I don't know. Steve Nash is just like, hey, you know what, Kyrie, Kevin, James, you guys just run around in circles and throw up the ball as many times as you want. I mean, you're bound to make a few. So whenever you shoot 50 shots a game, of course you're going to make 20 points when you're at least halfway well, yeah. deep in the NBA. So, I mean, are his stats any – are they impressive? No, they're 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 flukes. I, I don't know why he's starting. He doesn't deserve it, especially not over Jalen Brown and some other people they passed on. I mean, he wouldn't even he wouldn't even be the front runner from his own team in the backcourt, in my opinion. <laughs> I yeah, think, right. I, I think James Harden is more deserving, but I'm with Josh. I would personally have liked to see Jalen Brown get that spot. Hey, I mean, he's been like the crucial, crucial aspect uh, alongside Jason Tatum. That's really you know bolstered the Celtics, and they just continue to develop and um, look really solid. And they don't have much help. Uh, they don't have you know KD and Harden. Uh, to go with him so i personally would like to see Jalen brown get rewarded with that spot but you know the fact that Kyrie's only played what 20 games and he's getting uh he's getting the starting ah it's just so disgusting to me like i don't know i just maybe we were i i i just like rewarding the players that uh just win games they actually (laughs) play and win I could think about two or three other guards that would have made more sensible sense to me. Maybe not as winning, but... More sensible sense. <laughs> more sensible sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's a lot of sense right there. <laughs> sensible sense. Like, that's what it is. I'm going to say, hmm, I'd even go Westbrook, even though they, the record's awful. Uh, I would go Levine. Oh, I know. <sighs> Levine, maybe. Veen. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a valid one. That's a valid one. And uh, hmm. sheesh, Trey Young, even. Yeah, I, I would take that. Your boy Ben like Simmons. Or, yeah, that's who I was about to say. Like, there are different options here that would have been Peyton a lot Pritchard. More. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Kyrie <laughs> <laughs> Irving is not deserving of this. And if I had to think of any other person in the Eastern Conference that plays the guard position that is also maybe equally as undeserving of that position, it's Russell Westbrook. I don't know why he threw his name in there. I'm just saying. At least he played more games than Kyrie. Fair. I mean, Kyrie just likes to take off two weeks at a time just for fun. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Kyrie's a weird guy. He likes to walk around the sidelines with like the like oh, that smoke stuff. Getting rid of, <laughs> getting rid of, like sage. Yeah, sage. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Getting rid of the bad omens in the in the arena. I don't know. He's he's a weird guy. Yeah, he's just not under. He's just not deserving. I mean, as far as the other ones go, I mean, they're pretty obvious. Joe Embiid, MVP candidate. Kevin Durant. I hate his guts. Um, Giannis. He's great. I mean, so yeah. One person I kind of wish got in there was Dane. Uh, for the West, especially maybe over Luca, especially reading this part of an article I found, Dante—I can't pronounce his last name. We all know how bad I am at that. Finished second in band voting, but third behind Lillard in both media and player voting, and he wound up being the pick to start because fan voting, which made up fifty percent of the voting, with the players and media only getting twenty-five percent each, with the tiebreaker in the event of a tie. Well, I don't. I would have put in Dame over Kawhi. 
I mean, I, you start the point forward. There's no reason he can't play forward. You're telling me, man, why? I don't know why the fact we still have two backcourt slots and three front court, but nonetheless, like you know, Jalen Brown could be a front court. Like, <laughs> why is uh, Luke? I don't, I don't know. know. Ben Simmons could be a front court. Like, I I don't get it. it doesn't yeah, make, he's six nine. He can. It doesn't make anywhere. any sense whatsoever. We're just yeah, we're mean, just stuck it, in the archaic. 1980s. Right. right. There's all this talk about positionless basketball yet yeah, when it comes to all star voting. It's all that matters. Especially um, when you especially when you have players like LeBron saying they're not gonna be there mentally, like they really just don't even want to play. So give it to somebody who does. Like get that accolade onto their resume. Like I don't know. Did I don't LeBron know. say that? Yeah, he did. He said he's he's gonna be there physically, but he's not gonna be there mentally because he doesn't understand why they're having the all star game. Has he been in, not been in the league for 16 years? Like, I don't – it's because of COVID. I think that's why. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would have the All-Star game except for uh, making some money. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a little little greedy, little greedy decision. Well, there's not a lot of fan. it's nowhere near as much fans in the stands to make them that money off the merchandise. So Yeah, I mean, I mean they still get the broadcasting money, which is well, I mean, yeah. not insignificant. Yeah, but they're bringing back the Elam ending. That was a nice, a nice twist they introduced last season. So I just hope it doesn't end on a free throw again. <laughs> True, kind of a anticlimactic ending. Uh, it really is. Yeah, if I you want to implement that for like permanently, I'm good with it. I'm much I agree. That way. I much I prefer that way. Oh no, no I'm shot! Not, yeah, no, no shot. That's, that's ridiculous. I know they're not going to, but I'm just saying I'd much rather prefer watching. No, innings the, the than... clock is what makes the game like what it is. Right. Adds the suspense of who's going to win the game. And it, and it also just changed the complete strategy of end of game situations. Yeah, I'm but it forces the team that's leading to still play. But shouldn't you be rewarded at like, I guess you'd like you're rewarded in the sense but like you should be rewarded for having the lead, so therefore you can make mistakes and still win you the are. game. May score eight more points, and the other team might have to score twenty more points. It's it's essentially the same thing. Is it? It's just better. It's just better this way. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's fairly debatable. No, like in close games, you can get more like last second shots, essentially. Because it's like, oh, this team has needs one more point, but this team needs three more points. They can make a three and win. Instead, right. of the clock, the team with three points have the lead and get fouled and play the foul game. That's boring. I don't want to watch that. That's smart. I like it. I mean, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. I I hate the foul game. That's a fair point. But like, if you if the team needed three points to win an Elam ending and the other team only needed one, then why don't you just foul them? They only get two free throws, and then you get possession. You can win. Like, it's the same thing, is it not? Uh, I think it's that exactly. one possession. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's fair. I mean, if you don't score, then the other team gets the ball only needing one point. So like, it's a little more risky. But yeah, it's not perfect. I'm just saying, like, they 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 each have their pros and cons. It's just. Yeah, like one have a few more cons than the other myself. <laughs> Josh's yeah, wheels are turning. <laughs> wheels are turning in the I'm not agreeing with Chad here. 
outside of outside of the starting lineups, you know, who are some guys you guys look at who you expect to be on the rosters? Williamson, Young. <laughs> why are we starting with Zion? <laughs> why is Zion? The, why, why is that? I'm literally, I'm literally on the ESPN.com, and just the first name that popped up was Zion. I'm sorry. I, but... Zion wouldn't even be on my ballot of 12, though, is the funny part. I'd leave him what? off. What do you mean, what? I, I thought he would be. He's averaging 28, 5, and 5 on 70% and uh, 70% shooting and 80 from the foul line in the past nine games and is 6 and 0 the Pelicans are 6 and 0 when he has at least five assists and his outside game is taking a step forward too like what I don't I don't know why and he's also getting accolades like Zion Williamson is the second player ever over the last 25 seasons to score 20 paint 20 paint points in five straight games joining Shaq so I feel like he's doing enough to get a nod all right, we got, we got, we got Donovan Mitchell, Rudy, Go, okay. Rudy Gobert. Okay. 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 Chris Paul. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying these players are not deserving, but I'm Anthony saying Anthony Davis is. Okay. Anthony's hurt. He's not going to be able to play. I don't think. He's hey, hurt. I mean, he's still make the team. That doesn't mean he can't make the team. He just won't play. He can get a. They get subs all the replacements all the time. So you okay? So you're saying Zion couldn't sub for that? No, he can, but that doesn't mean he makes my initial 12. That's my point. Okay, well, he makes mine. I mean... I I disagree. I disagree. Okay, all right. Well, Pelicans are uh, 12 and 16, and uh, Zion's just kind of like... Okay, well, if we're going based off record, Bradley Bill shouldn't be starting. Uh, but yeah, Bradley Bill's also like dropping like 33, 30, averaging like 33, 34. And, Doesn't uh, matter. His team's 7 and 22. Okay, he but he's also, like uh, he's also a one-man team. He has him and Russell Westbrook, and that's saying something. At least Zion has Brandon Ingram, Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, J.J. Redick. Okay. Uh, sounds like a lot more of a supporting cast. But regardless, regardless, aside from that fact... I think uh, I like rewarding. I like rewarding the players that uh, are not only putting up the stats that Zion are, are also leading their teams to victories. So it's kind of a twofold. It's kind of a twofold, uh, you know, balance in my mind. All right. If you're going to be losing games, you better be putting up insane stats like Beal or even Shea to a lesser extent, or Zach Levine. Okay. So who else? I mean, aside from you know Gobert, Mitchell, Gobert. AD and, uh, okay, Gobert, Mitchell, Dame, AD, right. Chris Paul, Shea, controversial mm-hmm. one. That's what well, you Wowzers. Oh. I, I love me. Shea is a bit more controversial than Zion. Which is oh, holy moly! What do you mean? Shea is Shea has taken a team. That was projected to win the least amount of games in the league to like a 40% win percentage and is single-handedly ruining Sam Presti's plans <laughs> of uh, tanking. I literally was saying that a couple pods ago. I was like, they were supposed to win like 20 games and they've already won half that through like 20 games total and it's a 72-game season. I mean, they're still like... Aside from the Timberwolves, they're still like last in the West. Literally, I don't, I don't know what they're still gonna get that. 
Okay, but they're also a game behind. They're a game behind the Pelicans, and if you look at preseason expectations, they were not supposed to be nearly close in standings. It's all about expectations. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it Kyrie is. Irving is starting. Well, I guess it no, is. What Kyrie you... Irving is starting. What do you mean it's about expectations? Yeah. <laughs> it's about fame. It's about popularity. Zion's going to get it. Whether he gets it or not is irrelevant to me. It's my opinion. If it wasn't popularity, Luca wouldn't be starting. That's the only reason he is starting over Dane, because it was fan voting that pushed him over. What? It is popularity. Yeah, but the coaches determine the reserves. It's not. Nothing else matters. Okay, so you're telling me Katie, or no, wait, no, yeah, no, LeBron would not, would not pick Zion over Shea. I don't know LeBron what LeBron would do. I'm telling you what I would do. I'm talking, but in the, okay, yeah. Let's, right. let's call LeBron and ask him, would you rather have Zion or Shea on your all-star team? Let's call him up. Come on. Sure, let me get on that on my handy dandy cellular phone that has everybody in the world on it. All right, yeah, let me just let me just get on my pen pal LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you probably have a like fifty day snap streak with him or something. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, nah, it's not it at all. We met on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> LeBron's my go-to crazy taxi <laughs> duo partner. That's all I know about Facebook. For real, though, I can just call up Ross Stripling, get his opinion. Wouldn't you call Rich Paul before Ross? I'm just saying I have Ross Stripling's phone number in my phone. Oh, yeah. I got it right here. You want to see it? No, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so here's a better question for, I guess, Devin. Who should not be in there? Who should not come up into the All Star game that people are saying? I know who he's going to say. I just want to hear him say it. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give uh, Zion to be my thirteenth. So if Zion makes it, fine. But I'd rather have uh, Paul George. I think over him. But that's yeah. That's debatable. But I think. I think you know Mike Conley deserves some consideration just for the fact the Jazz have been you know probably the best team in the league up to this point. But I personally would not consider him. I think Deer and Fox deserve some consideration. That's, mm. that's that's in there. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, you know, CJ's been hurt, so I don't think he is really in that conversation. And then Brandon Ingram, maybe. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'd rather have Zion, so so you know. And Booker. Mm, oh, he's nah. not been that good. He's not been that impressive. I mean, I think I think who deserves some consideration's got to be Lamella Ball, right? Come on, hell no! Don't no, even ever say that again. Uh, and, uh, according to ESPN, he's like the only thing that matters. Oh, I'm so. sure he has three billion votes because the world is fan loves fan voting alone. I, I don't get it, man. I, no, he uh, does not. It's like they forgot Zion existed and just like, oh, Lamella Ball. Ooh, yeah, they did. I'd rather I'd rather hear about Zion. At least he can do something. LaMelo Ball does not need to be in the All-Star game, but we can't discredit his talent. Was that even English? Josh continues to discredit his talent. (laughs) Was that English that you just spoke, or was that nonsense? Oh, oh. So you just completely take away his numbers this season, getting 
uh, triple doubles as a rookie. I mean, that's okay for anybody else, but other than LaMelo ball, I mean, it's completely oversighted. What, like, what does this man have to do to make you understand that he's actually a capable basketball player and not just some amoeba on the speck of your shoe? Like, what is it? <laughs> he has I to, wish it was an amoeba on the speck of my shoe, actually. He has to beat Josh um, in a 1v1 game. With Josh is uh, playing with one hand tied behind his back. He couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. I like that. Blindfolded, I'd beat him. I hope one day we get so big on this podcast and we can message LaMelo and he's going to come onto the show and he's going to break the rest of what's what? left in your ankle. <laughs> oh, no, he would not. Get out of here. <laughs> he would not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not a capable player. I think he's a capable player. I don't think he's horrible. I just think the media draws me away from him in an insane way. He's so overrated. I the fact that people are the fact that people are saying he should be an all star is absurd. I he plays on the he plays for the Hornets. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. What does that have to do with it? Yeah. What does that have to do with it? Bradley Beal plays on the Wizards. The Hornets are currently in the a playoff spot. What? I, I don't know, man. I don't like Melo. He's overrated. <laughs> the day I will like him, the day I will maybe even think about liking him is the day I can go on Instagram and scroll for. I, I, I could, the day I can scroll past thirty posts without them all being about Lamelo freaking ball. So it sounds like to me you have a problem with the ESPN social. Whoever social media interns. Whoever runs it is terrible. <laughs> well, Hire me. Just, I will do a better job than you. This is just known fact. It's okay. It's okay. We all know that anybody who anybody who is whoever runs Bleacher Report horrible, ESPN horrible, House of Highlights horrible. Like I don't it's know. Okay. Lamelo, Lamelo Ball picks up a side of fries from McDonald's, and they're like, "Oh my god, we have to let the world know about this." <laughs> Shut up! No, you don't. I don't give a shit about him. Just let him play basketball. Maybe I'll like him if you all stop posting about him, huh? Did you ever think about that? But nope, dude breathes, and the world has to know about it. Okay, so how is that Lamella's fault? I literally... <laughs> it's not. It's not. It just turns me away from him. It's not like he calls ESPN the next morning, like, I need you to pick this highlight from this game and post it for me, all right? And they stop whatever they're doing and post it for him. It's oh, not I like LeVar Ball is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Probably all he does. He doesn't work. He just sits around and somehow makes money by just emailing videos of his son to ESPN all day. Yeah, you have to give the man credit. He literally went on national television and said, "All three of my sons will make the NBA." And granted, Leangelo didn't stay. At one point, all three of them were. So, like, he did what he had to do, and he got his advertising out of his son. So he made money of that because of his likeness. So it's not like Lamar completely just talk complete shit like it's not like that <laughs> i mean granted he said some of the stupidest things i ever said never lost uh, like that's still reminiscent <laughs> he, he beat mj 1v1 yeah never lost like no like it's not like that but i mean he did what he was gonna he said what he was gonna do right and like okay i i I guess and so, granted, yeah, I his sons are good too. Like Lonzo's one of the best passers in the league, and Lamelo is a very rising star. So I don't know. I, it's not Wait, like who's Lamelo? Lamelo, who? Oh yeah, never heard of this guy. Yeah, I know you never heard of him ever. I don't know. I, 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 he's a capable player. I just don't like his demeanor, and I don't like how 
He's young. He's 19, 20. Like, I don't, I don't know how old he I'm is. 20 to me. What? I'm 20. I can breathe. That's, that's all he has to do to get on ESPN. Put me on ESPN. You also aren't making millions <laughs> traveling the country playing a sport you love. Okay, like, well, let me drive. You're going to be a little naive to the experience. I go drive to Virginia, and I'm going to go to a basketball court and shoot a basketball and take a video of it, and then ESPN better post me. Okay. Why Virginia? Why? What, what's yeah, what, what's, what's something about the Virginia basketball court? Oh, okay. This court's just be hitting Driving. different. Okay. Well, <laughs> after, all, right, all right. After after a 15 minute long debate of defending a teenager in the NBA, we got to talk about some uh, Eastern Conference reserves. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure I'm sure Russell Westbrook is uh, one of Noah's. Uh, he doesn't want to know Noah's top. Oh yeah, I Noah loves him. Top. I'm just saying to start. He's the first one you mentioned. Uh, I think that, he should have been I captain. Of the, he should have been captain of the East, in my opinion. Or, oh wait, yeah, oh, so wait. now everybody's going to get onto my case. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, All right. that's exactly what we're going to do. Okay, yeah, cool. All right. That's what I like to do. All right. So uh, in the East, I would take Levine, uh, hands down. Um, that man is simply having a career year. He is uh, overall shooting 52% from the field and 43%, almost 44% from behind the arc, both career best by a healthy margin. He's doing insane highlights. He's winning on his own, hitting buzzer beaters. Like, I firmly believe, firmly believe that this man needs a spot. All right. He said one player and he hasn't said Julius Randle yet. Oh. Hey, Julius Randle as well. I, he's Fair. doing well things in New York. It's, he's reminding people that he was a sixth pick, seventh pick in the draft of his year. Are we sure Julius oh Randle is an all-star? Are you? I, what? I'm not so, I, I'm not convinced. I am very convinced. Where have you been? He is. He is. The SBA could be an all-star. Julius Randle is more yeah. deserving than him. SGA has better stats, though. What? <laughs> Yes. Hello. No. Yes. No. Yes. SGA at? is averaging more points and he, more assists and just less rebounds because he's a point guard, and not a power forward. Hello. Okay. Well, then a less lower then usage rate and a better better per. Like I don't. I don't know that that's a case. So what do you give me that look for? <laughs> That's so stupid. How? We're also comparing conferences across conferences, which is like not my point, but nonetheless. The Knicks are literally in a playoff position. I did, yeah, oh, I never used fighting for because one. of Julius Randle. Dude's averaging a double double on top of like five, six assists a game. Yeah. I'm, what? Yeah, but okay. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, there's only twelve. There's only seven bench spots. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't give everyone in the league an all-star spot. My bad. Who would you give over Julius Randle? I'm dumbfounded. If you, I, I, okay, Chris uh, Middleton. Chris Middleton. No. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Oh my. Oh what? 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 <laughs> Are you serious right Are now? There's no. Yes. 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 Why? Why the hell not? Wouldn't Julius Randle be a part of that? He's carrying the Knicks. Twenty-five. What we're saying. Uh, Twenty-five, eleven, and five. 
Oh, God forbid. 23. Those are stat- oh, my oh, goodness. God forbid. Terrible stats. How dare you, Julius? Oh, you're not good enough. Average 30, 20, 10. Snub. Chris Middleton over Julius Randle. Yes. You like to reward the players. You're saying you like to reward the players who do significant things and bring their teams to victory. Their teams to victories. When have the Knicks ever won? Never. All, all of a sudden, you got Julius. There Randall. are still they're, fourteen, they're sixteen. You're uh, you're acting like there's like <laughs> in a playoff position. They they are. They are. They are. Yeah, I don't <laughs> well, disagree, the but they're here? also below five hundred. I never even oh, used the argument that the I never even used the argument that the Knicks were bad though. Oh man. It's I don't know. There's at least two or three teams that go into the playoffs with a below 500 record. What? Oh my goodness! All right, here's okay. another reserve. I'm sure Devin's going to get a kick out of this one. All right, you ready? I'm, ju- you ready? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Chris Middleton, way better offensive rating, lower usage rate, equivalent scoring numbers, and better per 36 numbers. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Equivalent's a bit of a stretch. I. One I would say, point. I would say uh, sorry, doubling, 20, doubling Chris Middleton's rebounds per game. 20, plus a few more points is sorry. Twenty twenty two point seven is not equivalent to twenty two point two. My bad. My bad. Sorry. That <laughs> half a point a game is really the difference maker. You probably okay. You're probably okay. You're probably one of those delusional fans that think Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double is still deserving of the MVP because he padded his rebounding stats every single game, and Stephen Adams just boxed out the guys and let Russell Westbrook go get the missed free throw rebounds yeah you probably think that's impressive huh <laughs> you're probably one of those delusional fans who thinks chris middleton's better than julius randall this year i guess i watch basketball i watch basketball i don't know where you're getting your stats it must be dumbsports.com <laughs> devin pointed to his eyeballs and was like, <laughs> i don't think he does he must be watching with a blindfold Okay, oh. I genuinely just want to see the reaction to this one because uh bleacher report just dropped the predicting reserves list uh, Bam Adebayo. Fair. Fair? Is that a fair reserve to think? Because I thought the same, but I just thought... Oh, because, for sure. Because, you, know, c- you know, Chris Middleton's better than Julius Randle. Uh, you would have something to say to that, but... Bam is better I, than I Julius. Know, Bam is better than Julius. Cody Zeller is better than Bam or something. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You're a freak. I, I, You're would, definitely, I, I would definitely I, keep Bam. I would. Hey, give me Bam. Give me Bam. Give me Sabonis. Give me Chris Middleton. Honestly, I just I just scrolled down the list for the East Front Court. Chris Middleton is the fifth option out of fourteen. With yeah, because yeah, because people watch basketball and they understand how he's actually how averaging essential a, 40, a 50, 40, 90 season. So he's shooting fifty one percent. His offensive rating is significantly better than Julius Randle's. Yeah, and they average basically the same per thirty six numbers. Yep, and among the dozen players currently averaging at least twenty points, five assists, and five rebounds per game, Middleton's true shooting percentage ranks fifth. Tell him Noah. He also so, gets four percent less usage because he plays on a team with Giannis, and Julius Randle just gets to launch seven threes a game. <clears throat> and when Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Brandon Ingram, and Jason Tatum, just to name four examples, line up across the Bucks, Middleton is the one who logs the most defensive possessions against them. Not to mention his clinical defensive rating, too. And this is coming from Bleacher Report themselves. 
and he is an all-star the last two seasons. And I quote, Middleton is a no-brainer selection in 2021 as well. <laughs> hype me oh, up. Me, hype me right. up. I don't, even, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know why you keep looking at me like this. Rewind this and find me a point where I said Chris Middleton should not be an all-star. You're telling uh, me that he's better or worse than said, Julius. I just said that Julius Randle is more deserving of it this year. I think they oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you seven oh, names. Do you want seven names? I'll give you seven names. you want seven names? I'll give you seven names. All right. Julius Randle. I don't want to hear Julius Randle on these. No, yeah, nobody's even said anything about Julius Randle on this list. Oh, oh okay, I'll give you report. seven names. Oh. You want seven names? I'll give you seven names. Ben Simmons. It's coming from Bleacher Report. Ben Simmons. That's one. That's one. That's one. Trey Young. That's two. Yeah. That's two. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. That's three. Okay. Bam Adebayo. That's four. Mm-hmm. Demontis Sabonis. That's five. Okay. Jalen Brown. That's six. Yeah. Tatum. 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 Fair, that's fair. Wait, where? Uh, we were saying, bam. Where's Vucevic on that list? Nowhere, nowhere. Not a big Vuce guy. Not a, not a Vuce guy. The list goes: Trey Young, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, uh, James Harden. I didn't even name. Oh, oh I wait, James, Harden. Not James Harden. Wow, okay. my bad. My bad. Yeah. Very, uh, this paragraph says we're not even talking Jeremy Grant. He's currently paced to post his highest true shooting percentage since he came off the bench for the Thunder in 11 12. He's even shooting over 40% from three since joining the Nets, which would mark the first time he's ever cracked that barrier. Oh. And I assume you that- would like to hear the West side of this list because it's a dues. <laughs> I could care less. I'm just more interested about Josh's argument for Julius Randle being one of these seven backups because <laughs> I've yet to hear anything convincing. He almost has identical numbers to Sabonis. Where did Sabonis? I mean, yeah, but Sabonis. You, act- you said Sabonis and one of them seven guys. Yeah, what- Evan stopped Evan. Demonis Sabonis. You yeah, because him? he's be- not because he's better. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> why I listed him. <laughs> identical numbers. All right, I think I think you all have fought over Julius Randle and Chris Middleton enough. I just don't understand how. You, like, I see your argument because Julius Randle is considered, but I think Chris Middleton might have him. Uh, Josh just loves players with like twenty nine percent usage ratings that are inflate their numbers, and he likes players that average less. Minutes per thirty six, or less <laughs> points per thirty six. Oh I thought the Pacers are a higher, better record. What? I right, Sabonis, the, the, the Knicks haven't haven't even been close to making the playoffs in a while, and all of a sudden Julius Randle, he's making things happen out there. That's great. Playoff. That's great. But, but the Knicks, right the Knicks being an abysmal franchise, has nothing to do with the fact that Julius Randle should be an All Star. That's not the. F- <laughs> Yes, they are an abysmal franchise, and I think that 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 should that should mean that what Julius Randle has done is even more impressive because all of a sudden now they're six seed in the East. They're also below five hundred. What team isn't uh, below five hundred in the East? I don't know how to convince this guy that Julius Randle is a decent basketball player. Give me some, give me some stats. Besides, the teams are in the playoffs. What do you mean some stats? Give me some stats. Give, give me some numbers. Okay, cool. So does Sabonis. Your point? Around five, six assists a game. So does Sabonis. Your point? 
Sabonis has a better offensive rating. Sabonis has a better PER. Sabonis has better per 36 numbers. Sabonis has better defensive rating. I don't know what you're talking about. Sabonis has a lower usage rate. Sabonis has a lower turnover rate. Every single number I pointed at is in Sabonis' favor. Sabonis also has a better team. Yeah, he has to compete with Miles Turner for those rebounds. He's not just stat padding like Julius is because he. Nerlens Noel is his He's taking every dude. He's taking every defender to the rack. He's taking the exact same argument that you. My argument I'm saying for Julius Randle is the exact same argument you had for Shea Gilgis Alexander. What's he doing? Oh, he's playing good. He's doing things. Making his team look better than what people were expecting. So, therefore, he should be an all-star. Is that not what you said? That's what you said. That's what you said. Back up, that is what I said, but that's because... He's going against everything Sam Preston wants to do. Shea Gilders-Alexander out here doing putting up all these numbers. Well, so is Julius Randle, dummy. Okay, but yes, I, I don't dispute that fact. I acknowledge that fact, but my point is... You have to, there's, it's harder to get to 12 in the Western Conference than it is to get to 12 in the Eastern Conference. We literally, Chad and I literally left off James Harden accidentally. We like that's how easy it was to get to twelve. That G Chad and I left off James Harden. I'm literally having to put Shay. I'm having to put Shay on my twelve in the Western Conference because it's that hard to get to twelve. All right, guys. I think you all have made your point here. It got to the point where Chad's eating snacks out of his hand, just watching the thing happen. <laughs> So for the sake of time, and maybe even a better argument, I, I'm going to read the West Reserve predictions, and I can't not wait to see what this is. About. I can't yeah, wait for Josh to make a D'Angelo Russell argument. Oh, boy. Okay, so first, first one out, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Rudy Gobert, Paul George, Anthony Davis, Mike Conley is a wild card. And then Zion Williamson is the last wild card of the reserve. Devin was eating that up until they got to Mike Conley. He's like, no, get out of here. Mike Conley. Uh, here, here's the what? argument from Bleacher Report on what they said on why Mike Conley should be. Wait, where is it? All right. So Conley is averaging 16 and a half, uh, 16 and a half, six and almost one and a half steals on a 45, 41, 81 and a half shooting split. Um, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, these numbers aren't doing it for me. I'm sorry, but no, those are all star numbers. <laughs> yeah, those are all star numbers. Best, yeah, NBA's best net rating and Conley's presence on the court coincides with the team high plus uh 15 boost to that number. And for what it's worth, Utah is 6.5 points per 100 possessions worse than when Mitchell plays. So he's basically making the team better. And over the last 20 years, a while, this is a favor in saying that he just needs to make the all-star team for once. Um, yeah, this isn't, years, this isn't their career award. I'm sorry. We don't, we don't yeah. throw bones. I, yeah, I, I don't throw. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> this isn't a sympathy handout. I know, I know. This is just what Bleacher Report's saying. Over the last 20 years, a whopping 90 players have made the all-star game with scoring averages under 17 points a game. So don't exclude Conley because he isn't lighting the store, uh, scoreboard up. The advanced numbers on and off. Uh, metrically prove that he should be. Uh, Conley is seventh in 538's Raptor catch-all me metric, slotting right between Step and Donkage at number seven. He is also seventh in ESPN's real plus-minus, sandwiched between Joel and Jokic. There's that. 
Yeah, I'm not. That's not not doing it for me. The only argument you can make to me is the fact that his offensive rating is insane, and he makes the team better. And they're the best team in the league currently, based on record. That is the yeah. argument. I do not subscribe to the argument due to the fact that the individual statistics are not necessarily up to par. Um, not at all. So. Not at all. I agree on that. I don't know why they put him as a wild card. I can think of other players that would better off from that. I Shay Gilgis Alexander. Devin Booker. Shay, I'd even give Shay. I would. I'd give Shay that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, even. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know why Mike Conley is in that list. But I think everything else seemed pretty fittable to that. Paul George, Anthony Davis, Zion, Dame, Chris Paul. I think that was pretty, pretty straightforward, don't you think? No outrageous arguments. Nobody's going to say Alex Caruso should take Dame's spot. Like, I would, I would, I would beg that. Yeah, you would beg that. If we're gonna do that, we got to throw in Joe Ingles. Like it's just you know us, big Joe Ingles guys. So (laughs) I don't know. I think I I think that that is probably about as good as the reserves are gonna get. I don't know what's gonna happen Tuesday afternoon when they air the air the TNT special and show us the list. I can only. Help, but wait for that episode of this podcast. I can't sure. wait till Julius Randle is not on it. I don't even uh, dis- I want to root for Julius Randle, but now I just have to root like against him because Josh is being like, ridiculous. Y'all like to make a little uh, friendly arrangement? Oh friendly no, bet? this is no, this is egregious. This is egregious. I okay. mean, Kyrie, Kyrie is a starter, and that's agree. Like, there's no telling what's going to happen. Okay, all right. How about how about Josh? If uh, if Julius isn't on the team, you have to eat spaghettios. Yes, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. You got to eat a whole can. A whole and can you don't even get to warm them up. You have to eat them cold. Okay, I'm not going to do that to him. I don't want to. Uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> okay, I will go get some spaghettios and eat them. Julius Randle, I can, I can do that. Okay. Well, I hope you get your bowl ready. Okay. Well, if, well, if I if if, if Julius Randle does make it, <laughs> you have to eat sushi. Chris, Chris Middleton also isn't on it, then Devin has to eat sushi. Very, very well done steak. <laughs> okay. That's fine with me. That sounds like a great time. You're giving him steak. You're getting SpaghettiOs. What is the comparison here? Devin said he didn't like well done steak. Yeah, uh, like, I'm eating like a brick. Uh, like, my teeth are going to like fall out eating a I brick. I want sushi because he said he's not a sushi guy. Oh, sushi. How about that? He says yes. I mean, mine is significantly more expensive, but sure. You can go pick some up at a gas station. Dad, that's like nasty, though. You can go in Kroger and get good sushi. I promise. Okay, there you go. That works. Or better yet, go to OEC over there by Roosters. I think they do it, too. Ooh, that's a good call, actually. I've heard good places about that restaurant. Good thing. So. All right, is there any more arguments, reserves? This nonsense, statistical metrics, anything that you want to talk about before we call this outro out. No, Chad? No, we're good here? All right, Devin, take it away. Jeez. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of From the Sidelines. We got some Carson Wentz talk and some all-star NBA talk for you. You can find us on uh, social media on Instagram and Twitter at FTSPOD. You can check out our website on the interwebs at ftspod.com. Uh, we got some 
Got some Daytona 500 coverage for you. Some some more League of Legends by Tyler Bender content for you. Uh, so yeah, we'll be we'll be ramping up the MLB coverage as well. So go check that out on the site. And uh, if you agree with me, you think Chris Middleton and Sabonis are much better All Star candidates than Julius Randle. Or feel if you free. agree with me and Julius Randle is better, feel free to send us an email and let us know your thoughts to the <laughs> FTS. <laughs> True, the FTSBOD at gmail.com. Bye, yeah, bye, bye. Have a great time.